Welcome to A Mother's Love Podcast. I am your host and founder, Kim Alexander. And today I am so excited. We're having Samino Edwards as our guest today. And she will be talking about her journey through miscarriage and infertility and how she became pregnant and now have three beautiful children. Let's welcome Samino. Samino, how are you doing this evening? Hi, I'm doing well. Okay, so just tell everybody, you know, you can introduce yourself and then just start about telling us your story in regards to um, infertility and miscarriage and then um, your lovely ending of having three beautiful children. Okay, well, I guess I'll start with um, um, our journey of um, um, wanting to become pregnant. So. Okay. Um, my husband and I were married in 20, 2003, and we knew we wanted kids right away. So we never, you know, tried to hinder that process in any type of way. Um, so this went on for about 11 years before we became pregnant with our son, Aiden. He's our firstborn. He was born August 31st. And um, he also passed away that same day. So um, prior to having Aiden, we um, did uh, try um, going to the fertility clinic and getting some assistance there. Um, I had a, a couple procedures that um, was supposed to um, help with that. Um, in turn, it really, it really didn't. Uh, they diagnosed me with um, polycystic ovaries. Okay, and they um, was letting me know that that was the reason that um, I was having such a hard time having children, and um, although it would be very, 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 very difficult, <laughs> um, it wasn't impossible. Um, now, did it? Time. Now, did you see a fertility clinic uh, or a specialist because it took so long for you to get pregnant? I did. I okay. did. We tried, you know, for a few years, and nothing ever happened. There was never um, even. Um, there was never even a, a miscarriage or anything okay. in between those 11 years. So we decided to go to a fertility clinic and just um, try to get some answers and try to figure out, you know, what was going on because it's like, we've been married for a really long time. And for me not to ever be pregnant once, you know, prior to Aiden, it was like something else must be going on. And um, our um, doctor, you know, referred us over um, you know, just to speak with them and just see how they could uh, help us. And so we did do that. And like I said, I had a couple procedures done. Um, there were what they call polyps in my, um, in my tubes. And okay. they, that's they, guess they call it. It's, it's like a mole on your face, but it's like in your, it's in your tubes. That's what it, they kind of, the way they kind of explained it to me, which could cause, you know, um, something not to proceed through as it should, or it could call, you know, just, you know, different things like that. So those were removed and different things like that. And even after those couple of treatments that we went through at the fertility clinic, nothing, nothing happened. Okay. okay. And that was probably around year five or six. And so then after that, um, I decided to just, you know, we decided to give that a break and just, you know, just not even worry about it because um, I knew that I was going to have a child. I, I knew that because, um, when my husband and I first got married, I had a dream that I had a child. Um, mm -hmm. But the thing about it in the dream, and I would have the dream um, 
over and over again. The only thing was in that I couldn't understand then was when I would have the dream, I would, I would, you know, I would get pregnant. My stomach would get big. It's like the dream would progress every time I had it. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, then it showed me having the baby. But the thing was, I never brought a baby home. And Mm -hmm. I would wake up from the dream and I didn't understand. And I'm like, why do I keep having a baby and I, you know, going through the whole process, but I'm never coming home with the baby. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I just, I didn't give it much thought. It was just, I, at the time I was just like, that's weird, you know, but I didn't give it too much thought over the years. It just kind of, you know, faded as a, as a, as a memory or as a many dreams do. Um, and so when, you know, going back to the facility, when it didn't work, we just gave it a break and just said, we'll, you know, we'll let it be God's will is God's will. I know we're going to have a child and we'll just, we'll, we'll wait. Um, mm-hmm. We became pregnant with Aiden in two in 2012 um and we were ecstatic we were like oh my god this is happening you know um I didn't have I didn't have any issues with the pregnancy it was a very healthy pregnancy um I was growing as I should I was really overly big (laughs) um but it was it was a wonderful pregnancy no issues and um I started to have a little bit of um not cramping, but sharp pains when I was about um, 22, 22 weeks along. And I, I, I just thought that it was maybe like gas or maybe it was like something normal because it was sharp pains, but it wasn't enough to make me like complain. It was just kind of like, ow, you know, what? Yeah. and it happened for a couple of days before I started getting strong pains. And when I got those strong pains, I called the doctor, went in and come to find out I was going into preterm labor. Wow. Um, which is something that's 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 pretty normal. Um, but the thing about it is, is that um, you don't know that you that that would happen to you until it actually happens. Mm. So that's what I learned in this process as well. Um, I went into preterm labor with my son and he was born alive. Um, so we were so grateful that we got to hold him and see him and touch him and take pictures with him. But after a couple hours, he passed away because his lungs hadn't developed yet. Okay. So he couldn't, he couldn't breathe. So we lost him on August 31st at 3.35. Um, and that was, that was a really, really, really hard, a really, really hard time because um, there were a lot of things that I, I, I didn't know. Like I didn't know that I was going into labor. I didn't even know what preterm labor was. I had never heard of that. Um, um, so I didn't know what the symptoms were. I didn't know what that looked like or sounded like or anything. You know, that's just not something that the doctor said to me. That's not something that I had read about before or anything. Um, even in reading some pregnancy books, you know, what to expect and you're expecting. You know, there was no, no information in there about, you know, the possibility of going into preterm labor or, you know, anything like that. Right. Um, so that is something, um, you know that I would definitely like to stress that, you know, if you are pregnant and you're feeling something you've never felt before, or you're, you're, you know, don't be afraid to call your doctor and ask what's going on or to go in to make sure, because, you know, I didn't have the information. I didn't know to do that. I, it could have been stopped if I'd have known that that's what those sharp pains was, but because I had never heard of it, you know, and had never experienced it, it was my first pregnancy. I didn't know, you know, so um, it's very important that when you are pregnant, that you, anything, that feels different, feel abnormal, sharp pains, um, anything that you think is weird or makes you feel uncomfortable, definitely call your doctor right away. No matter how simple or small you may think it is, you know, be on the safe side, call, 
your doctor and ask whatever questions you need to ask to make you feel more comfortable. Because um, I wish I had a, I wish I had have known that I wish somebody would have told you know me that you know. Um, no, okay. Yes. So when you when you lost Aiden, um, did your breast? Because I know um, with my last pregnancy, um, with our son, um, you know I didn't know that my breast would fill up so you know full and hard and. Um, I was developing milk and so that right there kind of just took me for a loop and I was really emotional when my breast was um, producing milk and I didn't have a baby to even you know what I'm saying give the milk to so um, but that happened I'm I'm sure that happened to you how did that affect you at all oh oh my gosh that was like (laughs) that was so so hard yeah Forgive me, I'm getting a little bit emotional. Um, when I think back on that, that was like so hard. Um, I don't even remember the doctors telling me that. Like when you go home, expect this. They yeah. did give a bunch of pamphlets and things like that to read. Right. But when you're going through something like that, you're the first thing you're 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 not thinking of. Let me read this. Right. You know what I mean? There's so much going on. But um, yes, when that happened. Um, that was really, really hard because it's like my body knows that my baby, that I've given birth right. and that it needs to feed the baby. And I had no baby to feed. I mean, that was just like, like you, it, it definitely took me for a loop and um, having to go through the pain of that too, because, you know, once the milk comes in and you're not, um, you're not taking it out, you're not pumping or you're not nursing, yeah. your breast do comes very hard before the milk, you know, stops coming in. And that was so painful. I yeah. was up a couple nights you know just going through the pain of 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 that you know not only emotional but you know physically going through the pain of just like wow you know how you know they call it your body betraying you you know because um you know it's still it's still going to do what it's supposed to do it's it's producing milk for the child that you gave birth to you know right so that was definitely a very 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 hard thing to go through and I was so grateful to have my husband for support um to be up with me in the middle of the night and to hold me and to cry with me and to, to soothe me and just do anything that I needed him to do. You know, there was times where he had to call off at work because I didn't want to be alone. You know, I just wanted him there with me, you know, even, you know, even though he, he had a really hard time and he went through it too, he was being so strong, you know, so strong for me. Um, and you definitely need support when you go through through something like that because you Absolutely. don't know how you're going to react, you know? Absolutely. And it's weird because, um, you know, our husbands are our support, you know, and they were our um, encourager and our mm-hmm. strength, but it's, we never see that side of them, though. You know what I'm saying? Like for, well, for mm-hmm. me, I can't speak for you, but for me, you know what I'm saying? Prentice was always there, you know, holding me up, giving me that strength that I needed, um, but I never saw him breakdown he would never let me see that side of him because he was always trying to be so strong for me you know what I'm saying yeah. but I know yeah. our husbands do have you know that moment too where it's like man you know I, I miss my child or you know man while my wife is going through this you know what I'm saying like but yeah. like I said they always they have those moments or just those moments where we really don't see them mm-hmm. because they're trying to be so strong for us Right. Yeah. And um, I will say he yeah, he was definitely, you know, being strong for me um, and didn't want me to see him, you know, upset because he he knew that I was upset, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's very true. And, and you know, there was times too where, um, you know, 
I could see that he was having a hard time and I would just go and like give him a hug or be like, it's going to be okay just to let him know that although I'm sad and hurting, you know, right. we can be here for each other that you don't have to, you know, you don't have to hold it in or you don't have to worry because I'm hurting because I understand you're hurting too, you know? So um, it was important for me to let him know that, you know, I understood that he was in pain as well, just as much as I was, you know, that was his first child as well. And it's something we've always wanted from the very beginning. Right. Um, we've always talked about having children, you know, when we got married, we've been together over 20 years now and, and married for 18. So we always wanted children. That was always our dream. So that was a really big loss for him as well. My pain wasn't greater than his, you know, but I right. definitely appreciated his support and him, you know, you know, trying to be, you know, my strength, you know. Right. So, but it's definitely important to acknowledge their strength and let them know they can, they can break down too, that they can cry and they can be vulnerable, mm -hmm. you know, too. And it'll be okay. You know, we'll get through it. Absolutely. And we did. Yep. Um, so I have a, another question for you. So through your fertility process, did you ever miscarry at any point? I know you said you didn't miscarry prior to having fertility treatments at all. Um, but during that process, did you ever um, have a miscarriage, um, you know, um, through your treatment process? Um, well, eight, when I um, had Aiden, he was actually a twin. I was pregnant with two babies. Okay. So the first baby um, dissolved is, is what they call it. So it's not necessarily a miscarriage mm -hmm. because around the sixth week, the baby just kind of dissolved, you know, in my womb. Okay. And so that baby didn't survive. Um, so that's the only, only, you know, other child that I had that, that I was pregnant with that didn't survive was Aiden's, uh, twin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, so after Aiden, uh, you got pregnant again, right? No, I didn't. Uh, I did, but with my daughter, yeah. ba um, Chase, I mean, I'm sorry, with my son, Chase. Okay. I got, uh, pregnant with, um, him, um, eight months later. And before I jump right into that, I have to go back to that dream that I told you the Lord gave me, you know, when I first got um, married. Mm -hmm. um, after when I came home after losing Aiden and I came home, um, the Lord brought the dream back to me and he explained it to me that he was showing me then that I would bear a child, but I wouldn't bring him home. Okay. You know, and that just, oh my God. I'm like, wow, I had totally forgot about that dream. That dream was, I had that dream 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And for him to bring that back to me, that was such a comfort to know that everything happens for a reason, you know? Right. That Oh, I mean, that was just everything to me. Like that helped me not question him. You know, I, even in that process, I never questioned God. Why? I never, even when I was going through the process of, of wanting a child and it didn't happen, I never questioned God. Why? Because when he gave me that dream, that was my comfort. I know that he wouldn't show me something and it wouldn't be so. You know, I know God is not a man that he should lie. So I knew that was my comfort. And so again, he comforted me again after losing that child. He brought that dream back and explained that dream that I gave you. It was for this moment, you know. Right. So that, that you know, when I told my husband, I was like, remember when I told you this dream this, you know, a long time ago? And he was like, oh, my God, that is so amazing. So that was a, a comfort as well um, for both of us when he brought he brought back that dream and explained, you know, what that dream meant. Um, and so, so that was, that was amazing. Like that was, that was everything to me. Um, well, tell me, okay. Cause it seems like your faith is just, you know what I'm saying? It's unbreakable. Mm -hmm. Like you have amazing yeah. faith. So tell me how you would, um, encourage another young woman who may be going through the same experiences that we have, but their faith is not where our faith is. Um, the first thing I would say that if, if, if they, if they, um, say that that they trust God that they believe God that they you know they feel like 
you know, they, they believe in God. You know, the first thing would be is that, you know, again, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he, he should repent. So that if God show you something, if he tell you something, you can stand on that. No matter how long it take, if he, because he's not going to show you something and not be sold. Right. That's, I mean, that's period. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so, so that was, all, so that's what I normally tell young women that, you know, trust God because he knows what we don't know. He see what we don't see. Sometimes we want things and it's not for us. Sometimes mm -hmm. we want things and it is for us, but we have to wait on it because there's a time period for, you know, for it to be so. So my thing is just to, just to lean on God and trust his word. Know that he will not lie. Know that he will give you desires of your heart. Yeah. If you seek him, yeah. you know, the, you have to seek him first. You have to trust him first. You have to put your hope and faith in him because he's going to make it all happen, whatever it is. Right. You know? So you have to lean on, on him first and come to know him and study up on him and learn who he is. And he, he, he will definitely be your strength through it. And, and you're, you know, you're absolutely right because I mean everything is all in God's timing. For me, yes, you know, I, I mm -hmm. never was the one to rush something or rush anything, you know, um, for it to happen mm -hmm. because everything happens mm -hmm. for a reason. And that's how I yes. look at all of my miscarriages. I, mm -hmm. you know, either something happened, whether it was mm -hmm. a moment where my husband's job was laying off. And then I met Harry mm -hmm. shortly after. I looked yes. like, okay, you know, God was looking out for us because he knew yes. that this was going to happen. Um, yes. My last miscarriage um, with my son, God knew COVID was about to come. He knew that was about to shut the state down. You know what I'm saying? And he, mm -hmm. maybe he saw something that I know I did not see that probably could have mm -hmm. harmed me or my baby in the midst mm -hmm. of, you know, carrying him during COVID. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it, it really is all in God's time and it's all yes. trusting him, believing trusting his word yes. and like yes. standing on that, never yes. wavering in your faith. Never. I mean, it's going to be people that's going to say, and, and like I told you, someone came to me and said, well, maybe it's not meant for you to have children. Uh, yeah, no, I don't receive that. You know what I'm saying? Like what? never allow someone mm -hmm. to speak ill or speak <clears throat> negative over your life mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because right. now you're starting right. to believe it start to dwell mm -hmm. on it mm -hmm. and that's not so that's not what right. god said that's not what he showed me that's not what he told me so i'm not going to exactly. believe that um mm -hmm. like you said just standing on god's word believing and believing and having faith and never wavering in your faith that god mm -hmm. is going to do exactly what he said exactly um, what he said um and going back to when i became pregnant eight months later mm -hmm. after losing aiden um, becoming pregnant with my son Chase um, after he showed me that dream and just truly encouraged my heart and my spirit I had a, I had a conversation with him and in the conversation um, I, I, I asked him I said um, first I thanked him for my son I thanked him for um, allowing me to see him to hold him to have pictures and to just you know sleep with him that night yeah. You know, because there are some people who have miscarriages and never see their child or never get a chance to hold them. Right. So I was so grateful that he allowed me, although he know he wasn't going to stay with me, he allowed me those moments with him. I'm eternally grateful for that. But I did have a conversation with him after that and I asked him, you know, if he allowed me to have another child because although Aiden didn't get to stay here with me, mm -hmm. I still consider myself a mother. Right, you know? absolutely. And I asked him, I said, Lord, if you allow me to give birth to another child, 
you know, I ask that you allow me to keep this one, that you would allow me to raise this child as a God-fearing child, that you allow me to keep him and to raise him to be the man or woman of God that you would want him to be. And, um, and after I had that conversation with him, he gave me a dream that very night. And in that dream, he showed me again, giving birth to a baby. Mm. But this time he showed me leaving at the hospital doors with the baby. And I knew exactly what that meant. Wow. And after that dream, that's when I became pregnant with my son. So mm. I know God will do exactly what he said. And if yeah. you trust him and you listen to him and you follow him, and you seek him, he will give you the desires of your heart. Yes. You know, and he will he will give you what you need to keep you holding on. He will give you what you need to keep you strong. Mm-hmm. But it's all in in doing his will. It's all in getting to know him and trusting him despite what naysayers may say, right. despite what it looks like, you know, despite even what the doctor says, mm-hmm. you know. Despite what anybody will say, he will do exactly what he said. And that's exactly what happened. He gave me my son and I walked out of the hospital doors with him. And he just celebrated his birthday a week ago and he turned seven. Wow. It's awesome. Those are the promises of God. Yes. You stand on his word and you trust him. Yes. Mm. You know. And then he didn't stop there. He gave me a daughter, <laughs> my daughter, baby, who was three. Um, he and, and it's something because before each one of my before each one of my children I conceived, he always gave me a dream about them first. Mm-hmm. He gave me a dream about my daughter Bailey. She's three, and he um he gave me a dream of being pregnant with with her, and he let me know it was a little girl as well, you know. And then again, my daughter Riley, she's one. He gave me a dream about her. He showed me in the home we live in now upstairs dressing the both of them in the same outfit but they were different sizes and so again I knew it was a little girl yeah you know God won't let nothing sneak up on you he won't leave you in the dark he will not you know Mm-mm. I know this to be true I know this to be true without a shadow of a doubt and he proves himself over and over again you know that's what God does you know there's nothing he can't do and again there's nothing that can be done without him as, as well yes it's all in trusting trusting and believing and I think that's it. It's just, it's just trusting in his word, believing mm-hmm. in his word mm-hmm. and standing on that. Yes. Yes. Uh, because yes. I know we both went through this journey together. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> we were pregnant. Yes. We were pregnant together. And, and, you know, first we were just like, what if we got pregnant together? That would be something. That would be crazy. And sure enough, right. we got pregnant first and then I got pregnant <laughs> second and then mm-hmm. you end up losing Aiden, yeah. but I was still pregnant. Yeah. But then like, Mm-hmm. And it was weird because when you lost Aiden, you know, I'm trying to be comfort for you, but then I'll hear you come mm-hmm. like, sis, you okay? You know, um, <laughs> make sure yeah. you, you ain't having no pain or nothing in your stomach. And I'm like, no, I'm good. And probably what, a few days later, yep. Yep. I, I ended up miscarrying. I had my stomach was hurting and um, I had spotting and then I ended up miscarrying. I'm like, that is so crazy. <laughs> but yeah. like, I mean, I'm trying to be straight for you and you it's almost like it was a warning sign like sis you know right this is about to happen um, right but it's crazy we I, I miscarried and then i think you got pregnant again and i got pregnant again it was almost right back and yep. forth <laughs> it was but i mean it was. like I mean, it's just so amazing how god can send you somebody even though we're not yes. blood sisters i feel like you're my real sister you know what I'm saying? Yes. Just because our experiences that we went through. Yes, our husbands mm-hmm. are connected um, by blood. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I just feel like 
you know, God sent me someone just just like me who liked the same mm-hmm. things that I like and been through the same things that I've been through and that I can relate mm-hmm. with. You know what I'm saying? So yes. even if I'm having a moment where, you know, I don't know what to do, like how you said, you never questioned God in regards to like, um, why is this happening? Conceiving. Right. Mm-hmm. See, on the flip side, me, I, it wasn't that I questioned God, but it was like me asking like, man, what's wrong with me? Why can I not mm-hmm. have children? Why am I miscarrying? You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. then talking to you and then it's just giving me strength. Like, it's going to be fine. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about nothing. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's all in God's timing. And that's yep. how I, I live my day. Like, you know, there's moments where mm-hmm. I see, you know, people with their children and I'm like, oh, you know, I really do want kids. But then again, I don't let that bother me because I know right. it's in God's right. time. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to rush something right. that's not meant for mm-hmm. me at that time. So Exactly. Exactly. And that's what we have to learn mm-hmm. is that, you know, uh, that's the other part is knowing that, knowing that, um, God's timing is the best timing. You know, sometimes we can get ahead of ourselves and get anxious or want this and want that because we want it. But everything that you want isn't good for you. Right. You know, everything that you want isn't there is there's a time. There's a time for everything. There's a time for life. There's a time for death. We have to understand that things happen in a, in a, in its in its right time. You know, and sometimes we can get ahead of ourselves and want to rush, you know, and things like that. But we have to slow down and trust uh, the process yep. and trust what God has planned for us. We forget that God has a plan for us. Mm-hmm. We get in our own way and we want to do our plan, but we were created for him yeah. to please him, to love him. And, he, and, he, and in that process, he created what he wanted for us, you know, and we forget that we were created for him and that he, his plan is what's going to play out whether we like it or not. Exactly. You know, <laughs> his plan is what's going to play out. So we just have to readjust and, um, you know, and, 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 and think, you know, and, and, and think back and just like, hold on, wait a minute, you know, is God's way or no way? <laughs> Whether you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why stress over something you can't change? Right. You know, and that's another thing I say, don't stress over something you have no control over because stressing ain't going to change. Right. It, it's not going to change. So, so just, you have to just, we have to talk to ourselves on a daily basis and, 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 and recall to our mind, you know, his word, recall to our mind what he told us, what he showed mm-hmm. us, you know, what his words say. And it will definitely comfort you because it was definitely a comfort. It took yeah. us 11 years to have Aiden. And then after them 11 years, we lost them. Yeah. You know, how, how devastating is that? How devastating could that be? How, you know, that could have broken my spirit. That could have did all of that. But because I trust his word and I stood on his word and I recall to my mind what he told me and showed mm-hmm. me, you know, I was able to be strong. Only through his word was I able to be strong because I've never really had to deal with loss like close family or anything yeah. that was like the first real loss, you know? So it was, it was, you know, it was hard and even trusting him that didn't, you know, the pain was still there. It didn't make the pain <laughs> any less, you know, but it made me spiritually able to handle it. You know, I was, I, I wasn't suicidal, you know, I, I was able to continue through my day and to um, slowly, you know, um, get stronger and stronger, you know, and, and, and that's what he does. He's, he's strength. You know, he's a light at the end of that very dark t- uh, tunnel, you know, and, 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 you know, so we have to recall to our mind those things and we'll get through it, you know, without a doubt, we'll get through and, it. You know, you're absolutely right. And I think sometimes that's what is missing at um, hospitals. So when you miscarry mm-hmm. or you have that loss, 
somehow I, I won't say all, but just from my experiences, there was nothing there to um, mm-hmm. say, okay, you know, I know you miscarried, but here are, here are some, I don't know, health groups that can help you mm-hmm. this grieving process. Here are some spiritual right. quotes that can help you get through this mm-hmm. process. Um, if you find mm-hmm. yourself feeling alone or feeling depressed, here is something that can help you. Or the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks, you may start feeling like this. If you do, right. you know what I'm saying? Reach out to somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? It just wasn't mm-hmm. nothing there, like mm-hmm. a support system to tell you this is what's going to happen. This is what to expect right. if you start feeling this way. Uh, it wasn't right. even nothing there to even tell you, okay, this is what a miscarriage, this is what a miscarriage is. This is what happens mm-hmm. when you have a miscarriage. Um Mm-hmm. If you want a healthy pregnancy, do X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? It just none of that mm-hmm. information was there. Um, I found um, being in the room after miscarrying. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any other mm-hmm. women' experiences was the same, but definitely mine's was like that. And that's why I created um, a mother's love um, to help women like us. You know what I'm saying? Just to be their support. Um, to yeah. give them something to encourage them and um, just to help them through the healing process. Um, yeah. So I'm not. We're, I'm not going to hold you long. I mean, I, I, this was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful conversation, and we definitely, definitely will continue it on our next podcast um, next month. Um, we'll have some other special guests on there as well, but um, this was absolutely amazing. Um, I'm glad we connected and we just, you were able to tell your story in regards to um, your fertility journey, your infertility and fertility journey. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, um, I, I know your story will help so many women. Um, so I do thank you for being a part of a Mother's Love podcast on this evening. Um, again, everyone, you will see Samino or hear from Samino again. She'll be one of our recurring guests um, on the podcast um, as we talk about miscarriages, fertility, um, infertility, and how you can get treatments, um, your mental health, and your spiritual growth. Um, So again, we thank you, Samino, for being a part of the Mother's Love podcast for today. Um, Those who are listening, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to a Mother's Love podcast on Spotify, also on Apple Podcasts as well. If you have Instagram and Facebook, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at a Mother's Love WI and then on Facebook at a Mother's Love WI as well. And then go ahead and view our web page if you want to. That's www.amothersLove. Love is spelled L-U-V. So it's www.amothersloveinkwi.com. And we're always looking for donations to help us um, provide gift baskets to mothers um, who may have miscarried. So if you would like to donate to our nonprofit organization, go ahead and do so. You can do so. Um, there's a link on the web page that where you can donate to our organization. This coming Mother's Day, we will be donating gift baskets to local hospitals um, to give to those mothers who may have miscarried. So again, thank you all for listening. And you'll hear from us next month on the Mother's Love Podcast. Thank you. Thank you.